All right, so Cooper, we got to do a sip test. A sip test. Sip test. Hand me the drink right there. You, Cooper, has brought some drinks. Yes. This is tasty, a sip test. Tasty. All right. Are you ready to sip? Yeah. Okay. Let's sip. Does it sip, Cooper? It sips. It sips. Roll the theme song. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the ATL Unwrapped Podcast. I am your host, Zach Ramirez, and today I am joined by the lovely and beautiful Mr. Cooper Goswick. I say these things because... Cooper, tell tell them... Um, well, no, I say these things because I live with him, and it makes the whole living uh, situation a lot better if we compliment each other every now and then. Every morning, we walk out of our bedrooms and s- greet each other and say a compliment. So. We say a compliment. We go outside and I go, Cooper, your eyes look lovely today. Uh, sometimes I tell him he smells nice. <laughs> he does say that. <laughs> All right, so real quick. So we just did our sip test. Um, I forgot to say in our sip test uh, what this is. Cooper, what are we sipping on today? Dude. I stole some of your coffee. Yeah. It is Barrel House Coffee, and it is the Blushed Blend, which I believe is the red wine-infused coffee. Yes. So, yes. take a look at that. Mm, yeah. Wonderful. So, what this actually is, so this is from Barrel House Coffee, as Cooper said, and the Blushed one, this is a special edition of theirs where Barrel House, they typically age their coffee beans in whiskey barrels. Mm-hmm. You know this. Yes. Cooper actually, was the one that showed me Barrel House Coffee. Um, but this is a special edition where they actually age their coffee beans in red wine barrels. And there's another one where they did it in white wine barrels. Mm. So that is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It's very tasty. It's a, a new trend, I think, going around right now. Um, uh, I'll go ahead and bring it out. I brought a little show and tell for everybody. Oh, okay. Um, so I brought some coffee that is wine infused as well as kombucha infused Ooh. so very interesting we can uh talk about that in a bit but um just want to bring it up fantastic so, yeah. well first also let me ask um actually no 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 before we get into that cooper um i want you to tell people about yourself why why are we why are we doing this uh why are we drinking some coffee right now why why did i have you do this yeah man <laughs> you uh you asked what, me what how are how are you um what are your not credits what am i saying credentials credentials yeah, <laughs> that's what we're looking for sorry guys i was homeschooled <laughs> so uh i guess in 2019 uh i started working at a coffee shop uh worked there for about a year uh ended up working on a co-working space where they had specialty coffee real quick what was the name of the first coffee shop uh copper coin and woodstock copper they are now coin. closed rest in peace yeah miss you drink one for that drink one Mm, good sip. We're breaking all the podcast rules right now of just like bringing on and just <laughs> uh, <laughs> people listening right now. Not only are you getting educated about coffee and uh, other coffee things, but you're also getting a little ASMR segment here and there. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what kids are into nowadays. ASMR, man. <laughs> oh, the kids. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um, I'm sorry. Continue on your journey. Yeah. So uh, then I went to work at a co-working space, uh, which was pretty... Uh, small, but they had specialty coffee, full espresso setup, everything. Uh, got to really hone in my craft there mm-hmm. uh, for about a year. And it's then, Oak House, um, right? yep, Oak House co working space also closed. Yes, I have a bad wait, hold on, uh, they're also a bad closed? Trend going on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, well, hold on. You left before any of these places closed. Yes. <laughs> so, but not by that long. <laughs> so, uh, either I'm the reason they're closing, or them, or me leaving is the reason they're closing. I, I don't know. <laughs> was it that like things were going good, and then they hired you, and then that sent them on their downward spiral, or they were on the downward spiral, and that's why they hired you? Yeah. Or actually, Cooper, here's what I think it is: is because. You were there and you sustained them. And then once you were gone, they're like, we don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> I don't know, man. But I like to think the uh, latter. So Positive now, thoughts. Now I'm running a uh, cafe at a local nursery. Um, and that is called Scottsdale Farms. Uh, so I'm over there. Um, we make specialty coffee. Uh, we do some food. We do plants. We do events. Fun time. So, so some might say you've been around coffee. I've been around coffee uh, last year, actually, I or two years ago now, during COVID, I actually uh, decided to visit a new coffee shop every single week. So during that time, I probably visited like 75-ish percent of all the coffee shops around here. So. Dang. Okay, wait, hold on. You might have told me that before, but I, I, I don't remember. I, I actually forgot about that. If you had <laughs> told me about that, I actually forgot about that, which is perfect. Yeah. Because today, guys, we are going to be talking about um, what makes a good coffee shop. What are some of our favorite coffee shops? Uh, you know, just th- it's funny. Like, I don't know if maybe it's just always been a thing, but I feel especially for us growing up once we were about in high school. And maybe that's just when I noticed it. Uh, the coffee house trend of that, like that was just like the cool spot to be uh, or just coffee houses in general, just kind of like come uh uh, just just uh, becoming more popular, a place to hang out, a place to do homework, a place to meet up, that coffee shops really started uh, to become a thing. Maybe that was always a thing. I guess, um, I don't know if this is true. You, m- some people might say maybe Friends, the TV show Friends popularized it because they were meeting in a coffee shop. This, this shows how young and naive I am because um, maybe it was famous before then. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, kind of referencing, uh, my brother, who's about seven years older than me. Uh, he was actually super into coffee, uh, when he was about to graduate high school. Do you know about what year that was? Uh, that was, uh, 2008, I believe. Wow. Yeah. So I was eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but he was also into coffee and okay. copper coin actually existed back then. Um, and then I remember, even though I didn't drink coffee, we'd visit a whole bunch of small coffee shops, which no longer exists. But <laughs> um, but I feel like it was slowly picking up here around that time here yeah. in uh, Georgia. Now, from what I've heard, though, up in like uh, Washington, Seattle and like Vancouver, uh, it was much more popular back then. That's true. So that's true. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Because I guess that is where um, isn't that where Starbucks mm-hmm. originated out of quarters? Yeah. And the whole trend of like the coffee house coffee shop. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Sorry. So anyways, so Cooper, as a person, as a man who is well-versed in coffee shops, as someone you said went and visited a new coffee shop every week? Almost. Almost every <laughs> week, give or take. You said during COVID? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised many of them were open. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Okay. So anyways, tell me a little bit of uh, some some highlights from that, some things you learned. Why specifically were you like, all right, I'm going to go just visit new coffee shops? What was What was the kind of thought process behind that yeah so uh it was 2021 so i guess it was you know a year after okay. COVID hit. so, so, everything so things are up, okay yeah. things are lifting 
restrictions and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I was just that makes uh, a little bit more sense. I was like, were you going down during <laughs> lockdown and just kind of um, like going to the open to the to the windows, just banging the restaurant on the windows. <laughs> like, I need my caffeine, <laughs> <laughs> or just like, yep, I went and visited this coffee shop. <laughs> I didn't go. I in. didn't go in. <laughs> I just saw it, man. <laughs> I brought my own coffee from so, Starbucks. It was great. Any, anywho, I I just decided I was like, I I want to get more into coffee. Uh, this was around the time I was working at the co working space. Um, and I was like, I, I really want hone in my craft. I want to visit a lot of places, um, see what there is to offer, um, see what uniqueness I can find. Because yeah. Starbucks is, you know, Starbucks. It's, it's everywhere. Everybody it's knows what they have. It's right. nothing new uh, there, unless it's like you know, forty grams, forty more grams of sugar in your frappuccino or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that's another thing. Like with Starbucks or even like Dunkin'. But I guess Dunkin's not necessarily going for like the coffee house vibe. But even Starbucks, where, um, you know, like a macchiato, what Starbucks calls a macchiato is not an actual macchiato. So there's almost like this twist that Starbucks takes on coffee culture that's not ex- mm. accurate. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. So that was a uh, learning process I experienced during during this time frame. Okay. I'll speak of uh, and a little, little bit of education on that. So a macchiato is actually a very small beverage, roughly about three ounces um, of liquid. Like a little coffee shot. Yeah. So it's uh, about two two ounces roughly of espresso and then about an ounce of steamed milk. Um, and the, uh, the, the Starbucks macchiato that you're referencing, I was so confused because so many people ask for macchiatos, but they really want lattes, and it was very confusing. Anyway, yeah. So I looked into it. I went to Starbucks, looked at their menu, and read it. The caramel macchiato latte. It's actually at the end of it. But like on the actual menu, it. it says the caramel macchiato latte. At least when I went to the Starbucks <laughs> and in Georgia. Okay. <laughs> um, so everybody just kind of cuts that off. And it's a latte prepared in a macchiato fashion. So which uh. means they pour the espresso over top after everything. So Oh, so typically we're like a latte or cappuccino. It's espresso, then milk and or cream or not cream, but and or foam, different amounts. The macchiato is the milk or foam layer first and then the espresso yeah that's something like that it's something weird like that there's okay. still some mystery but that's from what i understand how it's made so interesting <laughs> interesting okay i'm sorry i took us on a tangent but anyway. so yeah so you did this to start getting kind of a little bit more educated on coffee culture uh the different things that kind of go around there also just to you know spice up life a little bit see yeah. okay so tell me uh about your uh your endeavors what would you what'd you yeah. learn so uh, let's see. So some of the standout shops I visited, um, I'll start with a local one, like right next to us here in, uh, Canton. Send it. It is, uh, Alma coffee. Uh, they are a, um, a, ro- a grower of coffee, a roaster of coffee, and they also have a coffee shop inside their roasting warehouse and they're seating another secondary seating area inside their office, which is insane. Um, Snap, so they're okay. one of my personal favorites. Um, but I also found uh, a coffee shop in Atlanta that I thought was cool. It was a bookstore, but it was a coffee shop at the same time. And it wasn't like bookstore on one side, coffee shop on the other. Right. It was like all in one. Oh, okay. Hold on. It, it wasn't like a books a million coffee shop set. But it was right, like right, right. you walk in, 
and there's a vertical rectangle in front of you for for the room, you mm-hmm. know. And then the f- coffee counters straight ahead. And then there's like a few tables on left and right and, and books lining the walls. That's <laughs> pretty cool. What is this place called? I can't remember the name, no. honestly. <laughs> uh, Dang. Okay. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I only went there once. But <laughs> Man. Okay. Well, I'm, now this is kind of like a project of mine oh, yeah. and I kind of want to find it. So uh, be on the lookout. Follow us on uh, Instagram and TikTok at ATL Unwrapped. And uh, at some point, your boy, <laughs> Zach Ramirez, is going to go there. And Cooper, maybe you'll come along, make yeah. a, show That's- your face in the video. Oh, and yeah. everything like that. And it'll, uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. So, yeah, ch- uh, go follow us there. And then hopefully soon you'll see this very cool book, coffee, bookshop, coffee house. There you go. Coffee shop. Coffee bookshop. Coffee bookshop. There you go. I like that. I really <laughs> like, well, it's just because it's like, it's two things that go together very well. And I don't know, like, I don't even read a lot. It's something that I, I want to do more is read but i just like there's there's such a pleasantness and peaceful like sound that gives of just like oh okay i'm just gonna go look at some like read some books and drink coffee you know mm, and it's just like very peaceful, that's cool yeah. i like that i like that a lot so you said that's in atlanta somewhere yeah i believe so uh it was a long time ago okay Only one once but <laughs> gotcha gotcha um yeah so another uh cool one that i do remember the name of <laughs> And it's uh, pretty close to us here uh, in Canton. It's in Woodstock called okay. the Reed's House. Um, oh, I haven't heard of that it's, one. Uh, in downtown Woodstock. It's kind of a little hidden area. Um, it is just this white house. It just looks like a normal house. Okay. Um, and they do art there. So they have art classes. They have art on display, art for purchase. And they also have a coffee uh, coffee bar espresso bar okay they also do like mimosas and stuff it's really cool wait a second hold um, on so yeah <laughs> wait okay i think i do know what you're talking about um gwen was telling me about this but gwen is part of atl unwrapped shout out to gwen website Hi, gwen. manager um team lead all the fun jazz anyways uh but is this like right behind reformation on the like walking path kind of yeah. If you go to Reformation Woodstock, there's a uh, amphitheater across a small yeah. little one-way room, and then the Reed's house is right behind Do it. Do you remember so, what that used to be? Uh, I think you mentioned it used to be some prep area for concerts or something. No, well, not necessarily a prep area for concerts, but that specific house right there, like people would go and then just like paint the whole thing, like cover the place in spray paint and then oh. just regular paint, and the whole place was just like vandalized. Um, but it was also kind of cool. Like there was also some really cool art on there. There was also some really trashy art as there is whenever you just like start painting something. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose so. <laughs> It'd probably be trashy if I painted it. So. Probably. Like that's why I like I can't contribute to anything like that because in uh, my art skills come in different forms and painting and drawing are not one of those. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay, so sweet. So those are a couple of your favorite uh, ones that you've found. I like that, of like the little niche coffee shops. What are some, um, what what would you say are like, I was going to ask her like standout things from these coffee shops, but I really like that, especially about Alma. I didn't know they were growers as well. Yeah, the completely vertical family. Owned. Dang, so they're involved in the whole process. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess, well, and... I'll kind of start it, but you pick it up because I'm not super educated on it because coffee doesn't really grow. Coffee just doesn't grow here. 
in the mm-hmm. States. Has um, to be near the equator now. Gotcha. So it has to be near the equator. So oftentimes it's all um, ran from third-party businesses, people uh, in uh, South American countries and mm-hmm. everything like that. Yeah. So I guess what? That's why you get most of them from Ecuador, Cuba. Uh, I've seen some from Mexico. Yeah, Honduras, Mexico. Um, see, Guatemala? Yeah, Guatemala. Let's see if this one says where it's from. That's, it does not. Nope. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But so for a coffee shop, most coffee shops, correct me if I'm wrong, probably just buy it from another company that grows it and everything. But Alma in this scenario, they're like, they're completely involved correct. the whole process. That's cool. I like that a lot. My church serves Alma coffee. We're oh, like right next to him. So go, yeah. we're like, hey, <laughs> can we have your coffee? And oh, excuse me. I can attest. It is very, very good. It's very good. Yeah. Okay. So those are a couple of ones that you visited. Do you have a standout coffee shop that this is like your your go to coffee shop? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, Alma, uh, they just kick butt. They know what they're doing. Uh, they make a lot of their syrups uh, homemade and whatnot. So, um, but another one is Valor Coffee uh, in Alpharetta, Georgia. Um, that one is. Uh, kind of one of the first like high-end specialty coffee shops I went to and they've been around a few years um, but they just really stand out I still remember my first experience there uh, which I can't remember his name unfortunately but uh, (laughs) this gentleman took my order and he was just the most like enjoyable interaction you could imagine (laughs) with a coffee shop employee and they all wore jumpsuits at the time which was super cool like they're super trendy at Valor (laughs) <laughs> like whenever I've gone there, I'm like, everybody here is way cooler than me. And yeah. then they're all like, they all treat you like you're their best friend, which yeah. is really cool. And their, their coffee is just, it's just delicious. It's really good. Oh, yeah. You have you, what you pointed out earlier. Oh yeah. That's, this is from Valor, right? It is. Uh, so I guess I'll talk about it. Yeah, more. So this is uh, some limited edition coffee from Valor. Um, so we're going to sneak peek, but you guys can't taste it. So yeah, um, and for you audio <laughs> listeners, you can't see it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Just teasing everybody. It's, it's brown. It's in a cool, like a little black box. What does it say at the top? An yeah. absolute treat. An absolute treat. So that's just part of their branding. They just make good coffee yeah. and really want to treat people. But, um, so the reason this is limited edition, like I mentioned, and how many um, flavors there's three flavors in three this flavors. box. Uh, also I want to point out they, they don't sell bags. I mean, they are bags, but they sell their coffee in boxes, and then the bags are in the box. Just kind of unique, huh. but super nice looking. Yeah, <laughs> nice um, little sleek. Anywho, yeah, there's three flavors in here. Uh, we have um, all, it's all the same type of coffee, but the process for um, washing it is different. So we have a Santa Barbara. Uh, I'm probably gonna butcher this, but antiqua uh that's the region in which this coffee comes from uh and then there's three different processes for it washed uh induction process and kombucha process uh the kombucha process is really weird have you tried the kombucha coffee yet yeah it's like fruity but not not a light roast fruity it's like fermented fruity it's very interesting yeah does it have that like that fermented smell of like 
vinegar because when I think kombucha, I like drinking kombucha, except I'm always like, yeah, now I smell like vinegar. Now my breath smells like vinegar. You know, does that have? I hope not. Uh, no, I don't. I don't remember. I've only had one cup out of it so okay. far. So Can this is it? the wine induction. This is the wine induction, and then we got the kombucha. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I'm smelling the wine one right now. That's a. Uh, that's really good. So it's very similar to the one we just had. Yeah, I was like, yeah. it's got that just kind of um, a little fruity finish, but like like red wine is what mm-hmm. I'm. So uh, read the flavor notes off for that one. That's the wine induction. Tawny port, which I have no idea what that means. <laughs> T-A-W-N-Y port. Um, oh, I guess that's probably a wine. Tawny port. Tawny port. Like a yeah, port. I guess yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then pomegranate. Chocolate covered strawberries. Yeah. In fact, so actually at, um, uh, I, with this blushed, uh, the barrel house blushed the red wine stuff with like a little bit of chocolate. It does like really taste like chocolate covered mm. strawberries. It's really Ooh. good. Cause you get the fruitiness of like the, the berries from, from the red wine and then just even just some cocoa powder. And then I put a little bit of honey in there to kind of take a little bit of the cocoa powder edge off. Primo. Thing. yeah cool. so yeah give this one uh with uh this is the kombucha processed one um mind you they are all the exact same coffee just processed differently this one has notes of banana taffy allspice dram and uh everbescent <laughs> or whatever all that means but, um it's first very of all interesting. allspice dram what the heck does that mean yeah and that's some of my favorite description hold on This smells like, this smells like coffee and cigars, and to some people that might be like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. But I love cigars. Okay, but like not a cheap cigar. This smells like a good cigar. Tell me that doesn't smell like a good cigar. Give that a good old whiff. Give that a good old whiff right there. You're right. Right. Wow. Okay. I love coffee and cigars. That's interesting. That smells like that smells like cigars. I maybe that's the allspice. Maybe that's that. Allspice, whatever, right there. All right. And then we got the washed right here, which is the most traditional process. Uh, this one has notes of white grape, rye whiskey, and cream toffee. This one's super good. I've I love the descriptions of, of these things. Like, whoever's doing the marketing and coming up, well, and uh, the people who are able to identify these, these smells and flavors and notes and everything like good job on the naming process because i'm just like i hear that gosh that does smell really good valor coffee you guys are doing just wonderful things over there i haven't even tried it i've just smelled your coffee right now you guys yeah, <laughs> i'm with them yeah so we do serve a uh, valor coffee at the coffee shop i work at actually so yeah well there you go so dang good fantastic <laughs> Well, sweet. Well, we're going to take a quick little break, and then we will be right back for the Rapid Fire segment. I don't see, like, this tastes really good, but I'm also kind of concerned because it is 9 p.m. <laughs> fine. I got that term. <laughs> you got a midterm. And uh, I guess I'll just 
I'll do laundry or something. I've got a whole lot of laundry over in the corner that you can't see. Well, you, you Cooper, can do. see it. The viewers, you guys can't see it. Uh, that's right there. So. <laughs> okay, also, what... I'm going to guess because I saw that you brought the the picture up here, but this is a pour over. No. I no. almost did that. No, this is just a, a really bad espresso shot <laughs> uh, out of our really cheap, really bad espresso machine. Hey, hey, but it, it's something. It is I, something. I, okay, so I, I like coffee. I liked coffee. Um, I drank it. I would go to coffee shops and everything, but then... When we moved, uh, when we moved in together in two thousand uh, last year, <laughs> it was the very end of twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah, the very end of twenty twenty one. Um, and then Cooper was like, "Oh yeah, I've got this espresso machine," and there have been I could probably count them um, on my fingers the amount of times the or the days that I haven't made or that I haven't <laughs> used that machine because um, almost. Once you taught me how to use it, I I pretty much used it every day. It was my excuse to get up in the morning. I was like, oh, if I get out of bed, I can go downstairs and make me a latte. Oh man, yeah. Uh, I got I got a little bit of a fun story about that. If you want to hear, it. yes, absolutely. Also, yeah. hold on, I'm gonna turn up your mic a little bit. Ah, uh, yes, turn me up. Say some words. Hello. Yeah. I like this. I like it too. I can hear myself. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> anywho. <laughs> So, story about our cheap espresso machine. I love our cheap espresso. So, your your cheap espresso machine that I'm just you've just brought me in. You've adopted me into it. You know what? You can have it when we move out. Wow. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You <laughs> heard it here. You heard it here, folks, on the ATL and Rap oh, podcast. Yeah. I'm contractually obligated to give it to you now. Yeah, you are. Uh, so, I actually got it in 2019, the Christmas of 2019. Nice. Um, and I actually didn't pay anything for it. So he stole it <laughs> at Copper Coin, the, Cops my first him. coffee shop job. We were having a uh, a white elephant gift exchange with a twenty dollar gift limit. So, so someone did not hear that last part. Yeah. Someone didn't. <laughs> so this girl that worked there, she had this espresso machine sitting in the back of her car for what she said was two years in the trunk of her car. She didn't know if it worked. It was dirty. It was, yeah, it, it was sketchy. So she packaged that up because she just wanted to get rid of it. And so she packed it up in a box or something. I forget. Brought it to the White Elephant Gift Exchange. <laughs> and if you're not familiar with that, uh, everybody draws numbers and then they pick a random gift out of a pile. You go through everybody. Yeah. You and get then, a random yeah. gift. Yeah, yeah, essentially. You get a random but gift. But you can steal the gift. Um from someone else if it is your turn and you can only steal the gift like three times maximum so two people had already stolen the espresso machine and i was like i'm gonna steal it so then i broke somebody's heart and ruined their christmas and that's stole perfect it. So, hey i'm so glad you did uh yeah. first of all just don't don't give last names what was the first name of the person who who gave the uh uh oh gosh let's see let's call her sarah sure sarah. thanks sarah you have fueled many uh, late nights of ra- uh, cramming study sessions and just random endeavors. And sorry to do you. What was the name of the girl who you stole it from? Oh, I have no idea. It was a sorry uh, you. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a wife of one of the employees. So uh, I have no idea. <laughs> let's call her 
Abby. Sorry, Abby. Sorry, Abby. I ruined your Christmas of 2019. Ruined your Christmas, but hey, uh, we have been blessed by it. So your sacrifice has uh, really helped us a lot. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Also, wanted to ask, what is your favorite way to have coffee? Your favorite preparation So glad you asked. Aha. I even brought it. Yeah, you did. I personally love a Chemex pour over right now. Uh, That's why I brought this up. This is a small one, if you can see it. It's just a little... Uh, glass hourglass looking thing uh, you put a filter in the top half pour your coffee in it pour hot water over it and then you can either put ice in the bottom or just keep it hot and then you pour it in your mug and drink it and it's super tasty and it doesn't have any silt or gross coffee grinds in it it's literally like the cleanest uh, way to drink coffee because like you said there's no grounds or silt and I feel it's one of the smoothest and maybe you don't feel this way, but I feel like it's the sexiest. Like when I'm prepping everything and I've like got all the measurements out and I'm using the scale. Cooper's got this really nice scale. I just, I, I by, by proxy, I use all of Cooper's um, coffee gear and just feel really cool about myself. He brought the scale. <laughs> he brought the scale too. I love it. Yeah. This is a good scale. It's a really good scale. It's uh, I, I'm probably a butcher the name. Uh, there's this scale brand called Acacia, I think, or Acacia. Okay. okay. I don't know, something like something. that. <laughs> I, I don't know names. Anyways, uh, and they're super expensive. They're like $120 a scale. He knows a lot about mm. coffee, but can't remember names to save his life. Or anything for that matter. <laughs> uh, but this is a Chinese brand called Time War, and it's great. And it does everything the expensive brand does at half the price. Yeah. We love uh, we love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, but I feel like once you do that and everything, once you heat up your water and you got the cool little pitcher and then like, because it's there's like a there's a right process for a pour over. You know this. I'm explaining this to the pe- people mm. listening. Ah, excuse me. I keep on burping. Anyways, <laughs> but like there's a whole process of like measuring and you have to be pretty darn precise with your measurements as well as just like in the me- in the way that you pour the coffee, how much you or you want to saturate it right off the first bat, let it give it space in between the brews so there's a whole like a whole very technical process to doing it and i always feel so cool whenever i'm doing it i'm like this is the coolest way to make coffee um it's so extra it's so extra but i feel so cool whenever i do it (laughs) if you ever want to impress a date just bust that thing out and be like (laughs) hey girl i know i took you to applebee's (laughs) but let me show you how to make a pour over coffee (laughs) while you're still in the middle of the applebee's (laughs) you pull (laughs) <laughs> this is the small one, mind you. <laughs> if you got the full size one, it's like twice the size. You bust this out on the Applebee's table and start pouring hot water over it. And the waiter comes over and is like, bro. Do you ask for the hot water or do you bring your kettle as well? No, bring your whole kettle. You bring man. the whole kettle. You bring the scale. Yeah. You bring a grinder and everything. Yeah, bring like a little camping propane tank. Just... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a way to really impress a date. You could botch everything else on the date. But then, uh, yeah, if if you just bust a, a Chemex out and make it right there, doesn't matter if you're in a fancy restaurant, an Applebee's or a McDonald's, or if you're in a rival coffee shop, go in a coffee shop and start making your own coffee. Don't do that. No, don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a sin right there. <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyway, so that uh, let's go to our rapid fire segment where Cooper, I'm going to ask you some questions. And then just uh, as your little heart desires, I want you to uh, answer some of these questions, all right? Everybody ready? Ready. 
Okay, so Cooper, real quick, movies or TVs, which do you prefer? TV. Sweet. Uh, do you like the winter or the summer? Which do you prefer? Ooh, that's a hard one. Yeah. Uh, summer. Summer. Okay. Um, if you would you give up your fingers and your toes for the ability to fly? So you get the ability to fly, but then you just don't have fingers or toes anymore. They're just gone. I could still walk without toes. You could. It's It'd all just like a lump. But then I can't grab it. Prosthetic fingers are close. I would fly. <laughs> Sweet. So you're getting rid of your fingers and your toes yep. and you can fly. That's actually a really good thing. Uh, I forgot about prosthetic fingers. And then it's going to be several years before they gain the ability that like they connect to your brain and you can actually move them yeah. and whatnot. But... I mean, you might be like 50 years old, but then you could also fly. Dude, I could get out of so many traffic tickets that is just flying away. <laughs> you wouldn't even need to drive. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In this scenario, you don't have any fingers or toes, but you can fly. How would you drive with no fingers or toes? Uh, I guess it's possible. You can, yeah, you can just do the, the nub. Yeah. Yeah. Nub. Get little sockets. I was actually going to say like a little attachment that you put on there and you just yeah. crank it like that. All right. That's pretty cool. Okay, so you meet the love of your life, but you can never enter a vehicle. Now, granted, in this scenario, you you don't have the ability to fly. So if I enter a vehicle... No, you just can't. There's like this weird force field that just keeps Cooper out. But if I choose not to do that, I'll never meet the love of my life. True, yes. Choose the love of my life. Ah, you hear that, ladies? Cooper is even willing to give up the abilities of convenient tra- uh, transportation just for you. So, uh, yeah, hit Cooper up. E-bikes. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Isn't that technically an electric vehicle? But I guess you're not entering it because you're on top of it. It's bicycle then. Yeah. Okay, so you're on top of it. Okay, but yeah, you can, you can ride a bike or go. a skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> you can ride a horse. I'll just start riding horses. <laughs> what technically constitutes a vehicle? Anything that moves you, I guess. Anything that moves you. But that would be a horse. So if I just like pushed you. <laughs> that, that, I don't know. <laughs> Next time we discuss what a vehicle is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cooper, you get $100,000. Just give it to you. But you have to spend next year in prison. You didn't do anything wrong. Hundred thousand, and next year, year like a but like a bad prison. This isn't like a good uh, prison stay. This is a, this is a bad prison. <laughs> it's not good. Mm. I'd probably uh, not go to prison wow. in that case. Yeah, uh, and granted, this also doesn't go on your record. I'll say that. Yeah, they're, they're not like. You didn't commit any crime. You didn't do anything wrong. They, you literally just go and they're like, here's $100,000. We're going to put it in your bank account. Now, now go to prison. <laughs> now, if it was like one of those low security prisons where there's no violence, I'd probably do that. But yeah. it's a bad prison. Yeah. Things happen there. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. All right. And last and probably the craziest one, uh, cats or dogs? Which one do dogs. you prefer? Dogs? Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Dogs all the way. Dogs all the way. Cats are evil, man. They mess with you. That is yeah. true. That is true. Cats are evil. It's just kind of like a, a it's a it's a killer predator that's been shrunken down mm-hmm. into it's just a little frustrated body and it's just like ah murder. Yeah, I can't. Dogs can be that way too, but usually they're just not smart. 
So yeah, but then I feel like dogs are genuinely also like, hey, you want to be pals? Yeah. Unless you're a jerk to them, and then they're like, I don't want to be pals with you anymore. Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah, some dogs are also murderers and evil. Anyways. <laughs> Well, that's all for our rapid fire segment today. And that is, uh, yeah. So thank you guys for listening to the ATL Unwrapped podcast. Uh, this has been, uh, yeah, this has been Cooper Goswick. Uh, he'll probably pop on a couple more times here and there throughout this stuff just to like hang out, yeah. say some words. Sounds good to yeah. me. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow and we'll I'll have another compliment ready for you tomorrow. I know, tomorrow morning, that's like... 11 hours. That's an, <laughs> Yeah, it's in a few times. Or cool. it's in a few hours. Well, good stuff. Well, everybody, thank you again for listening. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on social media, at uh, you can find us at ATL Unwrapped on Instagram, uh, on TikTok. On there is our link, so you can go and then uh, find our website. On there, we will be listing out a bunch of places we will be visiting or uh, different events that are going on in the metro Atlanta area, as well as our blog posts, which will go up weekly. And you can just see little places that we visit and then find some other cool stuff as we unwrap the gift that is the metro Atlanta area. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Have a wonderful... I was going to say night, but it's not night for everybody. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye. Bye.